0: Hey friends, I'm super excited to introduce you to my next guest, Lindsay Dalen. You are going to fall in love with her. She's always had the best vibe and you'll get to feel it very soon. Lindsay is hosting the Shameless Ambition Conference this March in Grand Prairie. So all of my local listeners are definitely going to want to stay tuned because we'll dive into all the exciting details a little bit later. But first we're going to talk about the path that led Lindsay to this place where she's living her wildest dreams. I think sometimes we want a roadmap that'll show us exactly how to get from point A to point B, from the start to the place we dare to dream. And from what I gather after interviewing countless guests is this, there is never a roadmap. Well, actually there is, but we don't get it at the beginning of our journey. We get it at the end when we're looking back. It's only then that the map with the path will be revealed that we'll see how the dots have connected, where the twists and turns took us and how the forks and the roads and the detours have led us to our destination. So I'm so excited to have Lindsay here today to take us back and share with us what her journey looked like along the way. Hey Lindsay, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Hey
1: Candace. thank you for having me. I was so pumped when you reached out and invited me on your podcast.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to dive into all of the amazing things that you're doing. And like I said, like your energy and your vibe Like ever since day one of meeting you, I feel like people will be able to feel it through the conversation. So I can't wait to, to get into all the amazing things you're doing. Thanks girlfriend. Okay. So like I said, now that you can look back and reflect on the journey, I would love for you to take us down the path that led you to arrive where you are today. Holy
1: man, you know, that's a pretty loaded, uh, loaded journey. But you know, I love how you talked about the roadmap and how we don't get it at the start. You know, we kind of, we build on that roadmap as we age and go through different experiences. And I look back at the ambitious 18, 19 year old woman that I was versus the now 36 year old wife and mother that I am and how things have changed and my priorities have changed over the years. I used to think that to be successful, I had to follow a certain formula that I had been exposed to growing up in Grand Prairie in the peace region. I just kind of thought things had to fall into a certain pattern, graduate from high school, get a great job, go to college, go to university, get a great job. Like, and I just felt like I had to kind of live up to so much of those kind of standards. I got married, bought the house, established my career. I feel like I did everything in the right order. However, in the last few years, especially since we were all stuck at home with so much time on our hands, I realized that I wasn't fulfilling my own cup in the right way. I wasn't fulfilling my own creative energy and my ambitions in the way that made sense for my life and who I want to become. I feel like I spent a ton of time doing things the right way and following that roadmap And then I realized that I can really kind of carve my own path and create my own journey and stay in my own lane. And it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. And so it's, you know, I'm thankful that I was always such an ambitious person. However, I'm so grateful that that ambition has evolved and I've allowed myself to grow with it and honor it and acknowledge it and really celebrate the fact that it is so different from everybody else. And I have such confidence and assurance now in the woman that I am, that I'm able to follow a brand new path and do it fearlessly because it's my path. And I'm no longer living by the standards of, of what I thought success had to be before. So.
0: Oh, I love how you bring that up. And just looking back to, you know, you followed all the the, the right path, as you'd say, like, you know, kind of what when you look at society, like go to school, graduate, get married, um, get a career, have the kids or or whatever it is. But then when you realize that you actually can create your own standard for yourself, whatever that looks like, and, and in whatever timing that you have that realization in life and start stepping into who you really are and want to become, then it's like all of the magic can unfold and drop in. It can be so fulfilling. So you kind of mentioned back when the world stopped a few years ago, where were you at your, at, at that point in your life? When was that when you kind of realized that you wanted to to carve this new path for yourself or did it come before?
1: Um, sort of, I mean, I, I, established L Bell Sales Co. in 2019 before the world stopped. And this was just as a creative outlet because in financial services, there's not really a lot of opportunity for creativity. It's black and white, which is cool, but that's just the way that it is. And I felt like I needed something so that I could share all of the things that I wanted to share with women in business. And it was more so as an outlet for the things that I wish somebody had said to me over the years all of the experience that i had had that i had to learn through you know just cold hard tuition and showing up um but no when the world stopped i was actually at the height of my career i had never you know experienced more success professionally and financially as I was at that point. However, my priorities really started to shift and I really started to value my time at home and at and alone in my head. I really started to enjoy the thoughts and conversations I was having with myself that previously had felt pretty far-fetched, whereas now they were starting to evolve, these little seeds of ideas. And the last thing I did publicly before the world shut down was go to the Women in Wealth Gala in Edmonton, where I had the opportunity to see Michelle Romano speak, and I had the opportunity to meet her. And she impacted me so much in that short evening that that's where the seed of shameless ambition really started to be planted and started to grow. And I was having all of these ideas and thoughts about how could I bring Michelle Romano and her energy to share with so many other women. And so it started and just started to blossom and grow, but it really was last year at the beginning of 2022 when I was presented with an offer to join a marketing agency as a partner that things really started to shift and change for me. I saw this as a great opportunity to leave financial services and to do something totally new, Uh, And it was a great experience. However, I found out pretty quickly that that pace just wasn't going to work for my family. I have two little girls, my husband owns a very successful busy business. Um, My daughter is a type one diabetic, and they just need a lot from me, which is great. I'm totally okay with that. But I need to design my career around them and how I can really make it all work for all of us. So that's kind of where the shift started to happen.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. I love hearing stories of this, that, um, there, there's a person or a moment and people can go back and think like, this was one of the seeds that was planted that brought me to where I am in time. So you mentioned you have two little ones, you have a husband that has his own, um, success in business and is busy And then you have changed your thoughts around how you want to, um, create this position for yourself. So, so you can be there for your family and then listen into those, um, those conversations that you're having with yourself and follow that. So what were some of the hurdles along the way, um, having, two little ones you one of your little ones has type 1 diabetes having a husband who has this um business that keeps him busy what were some of the challenges you had to overcome
1: um some of the biggest ones were definitely feeling like I was in my husband's shadow excuse me if that makes sense he was so successful so early on in his career and uh I just sometimes felt like I was Mike's wife and. And that was something that took me a long time to let go of and, you know, just be okay with celebrating my husband's success and never feeling like I was, you know, in his shadow, but sharing that spotlight with him. And so that was one of the earlier hurdles that I had to get over and, you know, really start to carve out my own career and my own success. But when I started having kids, one of the biggest hurdles was integrating all of the things that I wanted to do was, you know, having a successful career while I have little kids, while supporting my husband, while taking care of a house and a home. And I don't like balance. That's not the right approach for me, because the second I feel balanced, I lose my balance. Whereas when I strive for healthy integration that's how I'm able to stay on top of things you know that's on the days when my kids are sick and I need to just shut down I just shut down because I might hustle and kill it for a few days afterwards once they're you know healthy and back in action so integration is something that I think will be a lifelong struggle while I'm you know still responsible for my kids before they're out on their own because I want to make sure that I'm present for them while i'm still pursuing my own ambitions while i'm still you know setting and crushing my goals i want to be the right example for them while i do this and so um yeah those were some pretty major hurdles that you know even after maisie became diagnosed with type 1 diabetes i instantly thought that i was going to have to give up my career however we had a wonderful day home lady who came to us and specifically said please don't take her out. I just need you to teach me. And so because of that incredible angel of a woman, I was able to still have a career and to still do the things that I wanted to do. And so even though I have a critically ill child, we found the right outlets to help us balance and integrate it all because without that, I would have had to completely walk away from my career. And so It's not, you know, the hurdles we face. It's how we react to them. It's how we respond to them that really ultimately determines whether or not we're going to succeed and we can let them crush us or we can just pivot and find a solution. And so that's kind of always been my mentality around how I face those hurdles and those challenges.
0: Oh, and what an angel, what a, what a good message it is, you know, even for myself and everybody listening, when you feel like you can't, you can't do it all. It takes a village and sometimes we do try to take it all and just figure out that's, that's the easiest way just do it myself. But thank goodness there was this angel that just said, just teach me, like, don't take her out. Like I want to continue to, to take care of her so you can, you know, go off and do your thing. So I think that's such an important thing that you bring to the forefront is there, you can find a way to make it work. You can find a way to like you said you want to show up for your girls and be that example. So them seeing you chase after all of the things that you are so ambitious about and watching that while also being this wonderful mom and figuring out a way to make it work is absolutely possible. I think that's such such a good message to to put out into the world anybody listening that's like There's just so many things, find your village, find your community and figure out a way to to make it happen. So some of those things can be lifted off of you. So you can focus on some other things you want to do.
1: I'm a huge believer in the concept of designing our life that, you know, we don't have to just take it as it is. We don't have to just react and respond. We can be deliberate and intentional and we can make choices that support the, our, our version of what our best life looks like. And so I think that in, you know, choosing to have more of an integrated role as a, as a wife and a mom and as a professional woman and designing my life that way, that's how I've been able to make it all work. That's how I've been able to feel like I really do have it all. And for me, success is not determined by financial success. Success to me means being able to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, and where I want. And when I'm spending my days doing stuff like this with you, Candace, hanging out with girlfriends, planning a cool conference for women, that feels so unbelievably fulfilling and successful to me. And, you know, I'm here because of the decisions that I've made. And some of them hurt like hell. Some of them were, you know, big life lessons learned. Last year was a huge learning curve for me. But to know that this is where I was going to land, I would go back and do it all again if I had to, because I feel so in charge of my future and the person that I am today because of those decisions and because I made the choice to actively design the life that I want.
0: Hmm. So we do have that choice to design that life. What do you say to people who are listening in that they they can kind of visualize the life they want to design for themselves? But it's so out of the box, or or what's maybe what they've been told or saw seen growing up. What What do you think? Like a first step. What do you think people need to do to get to that point where they can start designing this life that doesn't look like everything else out there?
1: Um, I think the first step is to just start small, to just start with something little and manageable. And maybe that means you just get up and start working out in the morning. Maybe that means you get up an hour earlier. Maybe that means you um, drink your eight glasses of water a day. Start small with creating new habits that are manageable, maintainable, and then start to grow from there. Anytime I was in a sales role and I would have an annual budget, I'm just going to make up numbers, say it's a half a million dollar budget. That sounds like a huge number at the beginning of the year. However, you break it down into monthly, then you break it down into weekly, then you break it down into daily. And all of a sudden, those huge numbers look so much more manageable and swallowable. And when you're looking at something that um, feels achievable and attainable, it makes you feel this instant level of success in the sense of like, oh, well, instead of selling half a million dollars, all I need to focus on right now is making one sale of $500. And then all of a sudden it's your, your mindset starts to change. Your approach starts to change. You're not worried about that massive end goal. You're just taking those bite-sized pieces and just chewing and swallowing, chewing and swallowing, getting those reps in and just consistency, start small and be consistent is what I would say to anybody wanting to make a big change in their life.
0: Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So doable. So you did mention there were some, some big hurdles that you had to go through to get here. So can you walk us through some of those and how you kind of face them or reacted to them?
1: Yeah. Um, last year, this time last year was kind of the start of, An identity crisis, which is I'm I I have only really started talking about this recently because it honestly took me the whole year to recover from that because never in my life have I ever felt so shaken and rocked to my core as I did last year. I had some big dreams and big goals, and I just wasn't sure how to make them happen, and so I started moving gears and shifting my pace and and making these decisions to support this overall goal. However, I didn't start small enough. I made some massive changes and some big waves. And yeah, I can ride the big waves, of course, I can definitely hang, you know, with the big surfers. However, it was a time in my life where I wasn't mentally, emotionally and spiritually strong enough to manage those kinds of big waves. And I um, unfortunately lost some friends last year, I gained some new ones, I really started to understand who my circle of people was that, um, that love me no matter what, because I had some not so great moments last year where I had to learn some pretty tough lessons. And for for a while, I kind of felt like I was done learning, you know, like I felt like I had, kind of learned everything i needed to learn and now it was time to just be successful right but um the universe had another plan for me last year and so as i went through those big waves for the first six months of 2022 i really calmed things down for the second half of 2022 i spent the summer with my daughters with my very tight circle of friends um just spending time looking inside and figuring out what i really wanted out of my life and who i wanted to spend my life with and who i want to be around because it is so true we are a product of the five people we spend the most time with and my circle wasn't right for quite a while whereas now i have the clarity to know who my circle is and who i want to be around and how i want to elevate that circle and so Last year was just a massive growth year where by the end of it, I had gone through more than I'd ever felt like I'd gone through personally and professionally. But with the help of the people who love me, uh, awesome therapist and just a lot of introspective time just with myself, I gained the clarity I needed to start moving and shaking on shameless ambition to start making this dream come true I, I actually have talked about hosting a business conference for years. And so to now have the time and energy to focus on it, it's been such a cool experience. And even though there's always a new hurdle of something that I don't know how to do because I've never done it before, everything is figure outable. And I just feel like no matter what, I'm going to blow this out of the water. So everything I went through last year was so worth it for me to be where I am today.
0: Oh, isn't it the truth? isn't it the truth when you can look back and see how it all, I mean, we're here to heal and grow and learn and evolve and expand. So, um, yes, we are absolutely like the five people who we spend our time with. And one thing that I want to add to that, cause i I'm like, this is so important. So one important. of those people is ourselves. So you hang out with yourself 24 seven. And if you are not able to like turn inward and figure out areas where maybe you need to, to heal and grow and lessons to learn and love yourself. And, and, and all of that, um, that is, I think the most important thing out of, out of that circle of friends is we have to remember we hang out with ourselves every day. So I love how you, you know, new level, new peeling back the onion. It's like more things to learn, more areas to grow, more taking that time to really go inward and figure out what is it that you actually want.
1: I love, 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 love that you brought that up because you're so right. And to be honest, I had never really understood my relationship with myself the way that I do now you know, my husband and I have been together since I was 20. Um, I've always been very busy professionally. So like, I'll go to work, I'll have meetings, I'll have events, I'll have like, I've just never had time, (coughs) excuse me, time like this on my hands. And so, you know, I spend my days at home just buzzing around my house being creative and doing the things that I want to do and spending time in my own head and listening to music and And just honestly, being awesome by myself. And I've never done that before. It's such a cool feeling. And I feel like I fall more in love with myself and my dreams and my ambitions every single day because every time I open up my laptop or respond to an email, it's something that I'm so excited about. Like I don't have annoying emails anymore. I don't have a boss or an employer that I'm responsible to. I am 100% just vibing in my own little Lindsay world and it's really cool. And so I love that you brought up that relationship with ourselves, Candice, because, you know, even as a middle-aged woman, I, I, I didn't know what that was like. And so it's kind of part of this new journey that I'm on and I'm loving every second of it.
0: Yes. And it's kind of, I kind of feel like when, when we go inward and we really start to love ourselves and honor ourselves and get really aligned, then like you said, like some things fall away, some friendships fall away. Like there's a season, a reason, maybe a lesson as we continue to grow. But when we go inward and figure that out and get aligned, then some of these things like this dream that you've always had to have a business conference it's like all those things are already in the world. They already all exist. Everything always exists. So when we get to that like place of alignment, the universe is just waiting so they can drop drop them into us. So totally. yeah, so you got to this place, you had your kind of identity crisis, which yeah. is amazing because then it really allowed you to, to go deep and reflect and, and do the work. Like you said, there was a therapist or whatever you had to do to do the work to kind of figure that out. Um, And also, like you said, it, it always continues. Like, I feel like we'll be a hundred and we'll still be doing it in little ways along the way, but then you now are hosting this shameless ambition and bringing to our beautiful community in the North, all of these incredible people. So why don't you talk about Now looking back, how all of those dots kind of connected and what led you then to get to where we are today? So
1: the cool thing is, is when I started thinking about this conference was last summer after I had had kind of all my crazy professional personal life blow up. Um, and I started talking with friends and family about it and everybody I talked to about it was like, Lindsay, that's a wicked idea. That's a really cool idea. I've always had a talent for hosting events. I, you know, have excellent organizational skills. I love any opportunity I have to be able to be on a stage and share my message. And I've seen both Michelle Romano and Jess Two speak before. And so instantly I knew that I wanted them to be my keynote speakers. This is what I wanted to bring because I've seen them, I know what kind of message they're going to share with all of the women in attendance at Shameless Ambition. And so first I booked Jess Tay too. And that felt like a huge win. I was like, oh my God, she's coming. Yes. Um, and then I managed to book Michelle Romano like a week later. And I just instantly felt like this was the universe telling me like, Lindsay, this idea is awesome. We're just going to start lining everything you need up for you to have you know, all of your dreams come true. And so then everything just started falling into place. I knew all the right people to call. I knew exactly who I wanted to have on my my panel of speakers. I wanted to make sure that we're providing financial literacy education because as a former financial advisor, I know how important this is, but I also know how intimidating it can be um, and so I wanted to have speakers that can make it feel approachable and fun and exciting. And then your marketing strategy, any woman in business understands how important their marketing strategy is, but also what a beast it can be. And so to bring in Ryan from 910 and then Emma and Megan from 48th Media Co., I just know that they're going to make marketing, you know, fun and approachable and, you um, women will start to have creative ideas as to how they can market their business in a different kind of more exciting way for 2023. And then I also wanted to have an empowerment side to this conference where we're building up women's confidence. We're showing them that, you know, women can support and elevate each other because unfortunately there is such a stigma with female friendships and women relationships that, You know, women feel intimidated by other women. Sometimes they feel judged. They feel um, nervous around them. Whereas I want to show them at Shameless Ambition, how powerful it actually is when women come together, how powerful it is when we share our experiences, our failures, our successes, because Who knows how it could change somebody else's life when you just share an experience that you've already had and you're saving them from a great deal of a learning curve down the road. And so this whole conference is about women supporting women, women inspiring each other, women um, feeling elevated to pursue their passions with shameless ambition to not feel ashamed whatsoever of the fact that they are ambitious goal-driven women who have big dreams. Um, When I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress. Like from the time I was 10 years old, I was going to win an Oscar someday. There's still time for that. So that might happen, but um, (laughs) I I always had massive ambitions. And I think that for a long time, I was tailoring my ambitions to what I thought the professional community of the peace region needed me to be, which, you know, that's that's okay, but it just wasn't me. Shameless ambition is who I am. And these are the type of things that I want to do with women, for women, um, you know, in celebration of women. And so, yeah, we're like, Less than five weeks away now, and I get more and more giddy and excited every single day. Getting out of bed is not hard for me right now because I'm just having <laughs> such a great time.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. I love when I'm around other women who are creating this community. Yeah, to to have shameless ambition. No shame around um, getting in and being vulnerable and sharing and opening up that Uh, that space to give and receive instead of it being a competition or to um, tap into scarcity or to into our ego in so many different ways. When we have that space where we can connect and relate and let go of all of that and really tap into each other's strengths and share. And that that's when we really grow is when we have that space. So I think that's so incredible that you are hosting this conference for women to come together because when women come together, like that changes the world.
1: It's magic, dude. It's honestly absolute magic. And I, you know, throughout my career, I've traveled a lot for events like this. I've gone to Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto, and It's time that this an event like this was brought to the peace region, because I feel like so many women would love to have an experience like this, but they just haven't had access to one yet. It hasn't been accessible for them. And I think that by putting this on in the peace region, so many women will have the opportunity to experience that kind of connection and community that they've been longing for, but just didn't really know how to find it. And I love that you brought up competition, actually, because I think that that's something that is so detrimental to female friendships, because we're all cheering each other on. But are we? Are we actually cheering each other on? Or are we judging each other and comparing and competing? And it takes a lot of self-awareness to be able to ask yourself, like, am I genuinely cheering for this person? Or, Or am I feeling, you know, am I feeling like, intimidated by them? Or am I feeling like there's something that I, w- I want to inspire myself to be more like them? I, I just feel like women spend so much time comparing themselves to other women, when in actuality, if we just let go of that comparison and that competition, and just authentically and genuinely cheered for each other, it, it our friendships would blossom and grow. And we would have so much better connection with the women in our community because we're actually just genuinely supporting them and so I think that that's going to be an important takeaway from shameless ambition and I think that it's going to be a cool cool experience for women that have never had that before women that are just actually genuinely cheering them on
0: oh I love that I just have to tell this quick little story about um Kathy Heller she was talking about her and her um group of women. There was four of them or something that would go to lunch on Tuesdays, the first Tuesday of the month or something. And then one of her friends said, Hey girls, sorry, can't make it this Tuesday. I just am not feeling it. And Kathy, she said like, she was so triggered. Like, what is this? Why, why can she cancel on us? Like we always, I show up every time everybody shows up and then she used it. Like, I just think if you're having something going on with a friend where you can't actually genuinely cheer them on, she used it as a, like a mirror reflecting back to her. Why is it that that makes me so uncomfortable that she's canceling? Well, Oh, I never ever cancel anything. I always show up, even though maybe I want to, I will never cancel it. So after digging into it, she actually, it was after Christmas time and the kids wouldn't be going to school was like. I guess to the other girls, well, I'm not going to make it either. And she went on a vacation and had the most incredible like seven days with her kids and, and had this, uh, amazing vacation. But she had said like, when there's something that comes up, instead of like getting angry over it or stirring on it or making it into something, use it as a mirror to reflect back to yourself. What is it? Because I I think if we're all honest, like you said, we, there are some friendships where you're genuinely like cheering people on, like, oh my gosh, the best cheerleaders. And you really genuinely want the best for people. And then there are times where you're like, oh, cheering them on, but maybe there's a little jealousy. Maybe you wish you had that in your life. Maybe there are some certain areas where you need to work on, but instead of, um, showing up in this, not so great way. It's just like an opportunity to figure out, um, what it is maybe you need to work on or what lessons or or something that comes out of it. Cause I think that's so true when we don't feel like we're in the best place ourselves, it's hard to cheer other people on. Maybe, I don't know.
1: No, I totally, I know exactly what you mean. And it's like, you know, as we grow through these friendships and these relationships and we learn more about ourselves, we're able to learn more about the people in our lives and understand them better and understand, you know, what their ultimate goals are and why they're doing things the way that they are. And, you know, like you said earlier, a reason a season people are in our lives but if we want to keep people in our lives for a lifetime we have to be willing to understand that that they're different and and that's great and not necessarily understand it but just celebrate it and love the things that make us different and you know I'm very fortunate to have a rock solid group of girlfriends rock solid I've lived in Grand Prairie my entire life and thankfully I've been so fortunate to have this like army of girlfriends that have just always got my back but I will say this, that that didn't just naturally and organically happen like that. We had to put the work in. We had to have the hard conversations. There were times where, you know, me and a certain girlfriend wouldn't speak for months for reasons unknown, but we would come back together and have that conversation about why and what more we want out of each other. And I can genuinely say that I am so excited for every woman who is succeeding in whatever lane that she's chosen. You can't compete with me because I'm not competing with you. I want you to win. I want you to be so wildly successful at absolutely anything you set your mind to that for anybody who's listening, I am cheering you on like all day, every day. I want to see you crush and slay those goals even if I share the same goals, even if I want to do the same thing, it doesn't matter to me because there's so much room for us all to succeed. And because of the fact that we have all of these differences to celebrate, even if we are doing the same thing, I'm still going to do it differently from you. Your version of what we're both wanting to do is going to look completely different from mine. And that's going to resonate with different people. And so I think if women can just finally get rid of this concept of comparison and jealousy and judgment. And just, like you said, use that mirror to reflect any sort of weird feelings that we're having, acknowledge the weird feeling and say, well, what is this? Because it, it it's really an issue with myself. If I'm judging that woman, or I'm gossiping about a woman, um, that, that's my problem. That's a me problem. Because, you know, for me personally, what other people think of me is none of my business. I don't care. And I mean Grand Prairie is there's a a strong local community here and we've all kind of grown up here and I'm highly aware that people have thoughts and opinions about me. Cool, cool, cool. I don't care, (laughs) you know. So (laughs) it's just like I like who I am. I, I love the life I'm designing. I love the people that I have in it and I let go of comparison, judgment and competition a long time ago.
0: Oh, so good. So what are you hoping for, for all of the women who are going to attend this conference? What are you hoping that they walk away with? If you could pick like three of the, the top things, what would you pick?
1: I am hoping that women come away first and foremost, feeling a sense of community, feeling like they are not alone in their big dreams, in their ambitions. I hope that that community inspires new connections, which from there will create new opportunities and exciting new creative collaborations. So first and foremost, that community is really what I'm trying to create. And even just with the guest list that's already on the the docket for this event, these women are in for a treat for the community that they're going to be exposed to. Secondly, I hope that women come away with legitimately shameless ambition with this energy and this vibe and this mindset that they have nothing to be ashamed of when it comes to pursuing their ambitions when it comes to making their dreams come true designing that life the way that they want to because we really do only get one and i just i don't know about you but i don't want to waste it so um and third i hope that they come away with just hearts so full from being surrounded by that kind of female energy and a renewed perspective of what it means to have that kind of energy in your life, that it is not something to be afraid of, to shy away from, that it is something to embrace and support and create more of because we really are so much better together. And when we have that support, our tribe, our army, our community of women You know, we feel unstoppable. We feel like we can do anything because we just have this crew of women that just have our back. And, you know, it goes both ways. Absolutely. It works both ways. But yeah, I just I hope that women come away from shameless ambition with community ambition beyond their wildest dreams and a full heart that is going to carry them through the rest of 2023 to really make those decisions and choices that will change their life.
0: Mm, so good. So good. And just to, to bring it back to, um, what you had said previously, you had went to the woman in wealth gala and mm-hmm. it was there that you saw, um, speaker who you're having at your event. It was like, yep. and they planted the seed for you. So as you're holding this space, it just offers so many possibilities for, like you said, that community for that connection, that energy, your heart just so full that this could be absolutely what these women need right now, those little seeds to be planted, that one connection to be made, that one person um, cheering them on or giving them that little seed of inspiration to have them shift their perspective. So I think it's going to be so cool for you to see maybe, you know, in six months down the road, a year down the road, whatever it is, how people will come back and talk about this event and the seeds that were planted, the waves that were started, the ripple effects that were happening.
1: Well, and the cool thing is, Candice, is you'll actually be able to see it at the event. So last year I was able to attend the Manifest Tour in Kelowna with one of my best girlfriends, Kate. And Jess Tattoo was speaking at that event. And so I had the chance to see her for the second time, which was awesome. But Kate and I had really great seats. We were actually sitting right behind Jess Taytu. And um, Kate had never been to an event like this before. So she wasn't really sure what to expect. And I could tell she was a little bit kind of, not nervous, but just like unsure of what a, a, a massive women's event like this would be like. However, while Jess Two was speaking, I was watching Kate and watching her emotionally and, you know, spiritually and physically react to what she was taking in in that moment. She never once took her eyes off Jess Tattoo. She didn't eat her supper because she just couldn't be bothered to turn around and eat. She was so locked in and engaged with what Jess was saying And then after the event, to hang out with Kate and see the frequency and the vibration that she was vibing at afterwards, that's what I mean. We'll see it right away. And we might not obviously see the long-term effects for a while. However, you can see these subtle shifts starting to happen in the women as they're having these experiences, as they're having conversations. So at Shameless Ambition, we will have a photographer there for every single minute of it. And I guarantee you the candid shots that will come out of this weekend of just women connecting women engaged in meaningful conversation together is going to be so cool to see, because you can see that that those seeds are being planted. You could physically see those seeds being planted. And so It's going to be so cool to see the energy in the room, the vibration that's happening as these women are having these experiences. And then, like you said, the long-term effect of how it changes women's mentality in such a way that it actually has a meaningful impact on their life. So, oh yeah, it's just going to be so exciting.
0: (laughs) So, so, so exciting. I've oh, really? I've been in those rooms with that energy. That's palpable that that really does change the tra- trajectory of your life. So oh. if there's people listening in right now that are on the fence that are here in Grand Prairie, or are maybe from another part of the world who are going to fly in, I mean, I flew to LA for an event, like, Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, you were in Kelowna, Toronto, Vancouver. So anybody listening in um, that is like, oh my God, yes, I want to drop into this. I want to be a part of this group, this experience. And they're sitting on the fence and they're like, well, I don't know if if I belong there. I don't know if this, this is the thing. What would you say to them if they're having those doubts?
1: Um, I would say that if you have ambitions that you're not sure how to support, this event is for you. I, I don't care where you come from, what your goals are, what your professional, personal background is. I All I care is that you want to be inspired, that you want to grow, that you want to be a part of a cool experience with a, an intention of making an impact in your life. So all women are welcome at this event. All women who just want to support other women are welcome at this event. You know the the theme and vibration of it is sassy, classy, and a bit badassy. So we're gonna pull a little bit out of every single person there. We have something for everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're the most introverted or extroverted person. There's going to be such an electrifying mix of women in that room that you will make a connection with somebody that you're going to remember. And so. I hope that nobody feels intimidated by this event. I hope that nobody feels like they don't belong because if if you just authentically want to be a better version of yourself and support women in the process, you belong there.
0: Mm, okay, that is it. The best investment that you'll ever make in your in your life is in yourself. So Under- yeah, okay. Where can everybody uh, grab their ticket, follow you keep updated with what you're doing um where can they all find you follow you like all the stuff
1: yeah all the details are available online at shamelessambition.ca we are actually running a very cool buy one get one 50% off promo until february 13th so it's a wicked opportunity to take advantage of some savings on tickets grab a girlfriend, split the discount and book the most epic girls weekend into your calendar of 2023. So, um, that's ticket and event information, but you can follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook under shameless ambition or my company L bell sales co. And, um, yeah, we're updating it daily. We're sharing as much information as we can without totally, um, you know, just blowing it in people's faces because I there's so much to talk about. There's so many cool things happening at this event that I never struggle with what to post today. I really struggle (laughs) with not posting too much. So, uh, always new content coming out every single day and, uh, yeah,
0: we're everywhere. I love it. I love it all. You can like feel the excitement and, um, all the energy just coming off of you talking about the event and so i can't wait for to to hear all of the after effects and to see the pictures of you know the candid moments of the inside so if you are on the fence um and you're not sure like lindsay said it is very diverse. It's for everybody. If you're thinking, oh my gosh, yes, this is absolutely what I've been waiting for, what I've been looking for. Go get your ticket now, Uh, especially grab a girlfriend, go on your own and uh, enjoy. Soak it all in because I can promise you that it will change your life.
1: Oh, you nailed it, girlfriend. Thank you for that.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being on and sharing a little bit of your story. I love your energy. I love your vibe. I love everything you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate having you on today.
1: Right back at you. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining me on today's episode of all things relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate review and subscribe.